Hello, and welcome to The Conversation. I'm Heil Russell. And I'm Jeff Onan. And before we start, I would like to say, uh, Mitchell Wolf was planning on joining us today, but per E3 tradition, he decided to drink an entire glass of spiders. And right. it, he, he yeah. just can't go on because, you know, they bite, they, uh, they get in there. He's also a little intolerant, so he's got bathroom troubles. He's... Right, right. So I, I, I applaud him for trying to keep the E3 traditions going, but at what cost? At what cost, Mitchell? Uh, feel better soon, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Jeff and I will pick up the slack while you rest, while you cleanse those little arachnids from your tubes. Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry about your 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 butt spiders, but um, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about, and by that I mean not really a lot, but well, we're gonna have fun with it anyway. We have, we have a lot in spirit to talk about, Jeff. I I I'm happy you're here. It's not E3 without my buddy Jeff. That's what I always say, and it's not E3. That's, yeah. it, it's you not have that E3. tattooed. You have that tattooed right on your erect penis. So, <laughs> oh, it, it's plenty soft for you right now. It just says it's instead of it's not E3 without my buddy Jeff. Yeah. And it is not E3. You're, you're, you're a grower, not a shower. Yeah. It's not E3 2022 here at DK Biden where we celebrate the not E3. Uh, you know, it, it's all of the game reveals with none of the structure. Uh, it's terrible. And of course, the schedule for the week ahead, the schedule for the Brits listening in. Is kind of up in the air right now, Jeff, because our our uh, our, our good friends at Nintendo, you know, um, my my uh, emergency call is Nintendo. If if anything happens to me in DK Vine, you're supposed to call uh, Nintendo. I gave I, I gave uh, I gave Nintendo the power of attorney if ever <laughs> something were to happen. Right, they get to decide if they harvest my organs or not. Nintendo hasn't announced whether or not they are having a Nintendo Direct this week. And I said on Friday's not E3 2022 preview that, well, it, you know, we, the rest of the week would basically be determined when Nintendo is holding the Direct. We still do not know. And I didn't expect them to announce it over the weekend. I figured they might announce it Monday or if the rumored Wednesday date holds true Tuesday, depending how much heads up they want to give us. But if there is a Nintendo Direct, we will do a conversation live about it that night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. If there's no Nintendo Direct, we will have a conversation live on our idyllic fantasy E3 at some point this week, once we know that Nintendo really isn't coming out to play. So that will be just basically people from DK Vine waxing fantasies about, you know, the the best kind of E3 for the likes of people who read DK Vine. So just complete horseshit. But I think it will help get us through the week. Also, there's going to be a DKU Tribunal special session of the conversation for Killer Instinct. 2013 and that will occur either thursday or friday nintendo direct permitting so we're, we're going to relitigate killer instinct 2013 i know our good friend mitchell before he swallowed the spiders 
said, uh, haven't you done this like eight times already? This killer instinct, like putting it up for the tribunal. Well, we have more stuff to go on. As I explained to Mitchell, history has unspooled even further since we last talked about it. And I think it's time to bring it up and judge it once again. So we will be doing that. See, the, the DKU does not have double jeopardy, okay? Uh, if you can found innocent of not being DKU, we could try you again and again until we get you. Right. There's soon, no justice. As soon as Alex Trebek died, we were like, this is our chance. We better take it. There's no double okay. jeopardy right now. Yeah. Yeah. We'll also be yeah. streaming at various points throughout the week. I I will also be playing Mario Strikers Battle League for you all at one point. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> one of those party horns, you know, from off of uh, parties. Yeah. It sounded like IDARP. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. I, I probably won't enjoy Battle League as much as IDARP, if I'm perfectly honest with everyone. But Speaking I, I, of... I don't want to get a spoiler into what we're going to talk about today, but no IDARB2. <laughs> no. No There's no appearance by hashtag IDARB2. So. I, know, I know it was on everybody's uh, E3 you know, watch list. Like, oh, we got to watch out for hashtag IDARB numero two. And they, uh, they didn't. They, I don't know why it would be numero two and not numero dos, but numero two. That's what they would call it. And uh, nope, no show. This, they, they've been rumored to have an IDARB 2 for a while now. I think they announced it. I, I thought they announced it like just in a tweet, like we're making it. But that was like two years ago and we've never seen it since. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> they got a, it's it's a it's an intensive game. Triple A game development is is a it's a tricky industry right now. It takes years. I, so we'll see. I, I would make the argument, Jeff, that IDARB is the first quadruple A game. I would say IDARB 2 is pushing that, that yeah. really kind of the, the limits of what you could call um, art. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like we're being saucy and a little sarcastic, but I... But we actually like I, I, We I, like IDARB. Yeah, I unabashedly love hashtag IDRB. I think yeah, and I, I unabashedly like it. <laughs> So maybe next year, maybe maybe the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase next year. Yeah. Pour just, some out. They'll they'll just dedicate the entire thing to IDARB, like that one year at E3 where Nintendo just showed off Breath of the Wild. I feel like it'll be there just one more thing. You know, and they say, and and before we go, we have just one more surprise in store. And then it's like their biggest bombshell is at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it's hashtag IDARB2. Special good. special hello to those in the live stream. We are streaming this live as we do it on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash dkvine. dkvine.com forward slash twitch if you don't like typing TV. Uh, but we got Crinkle Root. Hello. Got your friend G-Man, sir, Jeff. That's my friend G-Man, sir. Yeah, we got Phoenix Lord. Phoenix Lord says, I hear they're going to add your dad to the sequel. And that would be a game changer. Yeah, I don't even know what my dad looks like. I haven't seen him in 30 years. He went to get cigarettes. and No, um, he, he just went to IDARB too. It just took him that long to yeah, get there. Just, yeah, actually, my dad works at Nintendo. Uh, uh-huh. That's what we're at, so. And he told me there's no Donkey Kongs. Oh, Sorry. Oh, damn. Damn, I don't like your dad. Yeah. Well. So, yeah. 
something else I talked about on our Friday episode where we, we did the e, not E3 2022 preview. So I went on my bear hike Saturday morning. I still yet to go on my bear hike, uh, but but I went on my bear hike in the interim between conversation episodes. I mm. got up like at 4.30 in the morning and I, I showered, I brushed my teeth. I, I used mouthwash and I uh You I probably got, peed. Oh I definitely peed. Oh oh I first thing first, gotta pee. The stories I could tell about I so here's what I do when I pee in the morning, Jeff. I play Mario Kart Tours Quick Race. Oh. I thought you were gonna see I, that I, that is not at all where I thought you were gonna go. I thought you were gonna talk about something involving the pee. Uh no. No, no I uh, I uh Yeah. I, I will forget you, to do it unless I do it during my first pee of the day. So I've made it a routine where where I'm urinating and I'm I'm selecting whatever character they want me to play as for that quick race. Uh, this this morning it was Hammer Bro, so I was I was I was whizzing mm. it out and I was controlling. So you were holding bro. your you were holding your Hammer Bro yeah. in your hand and playing his Hammer Bro in the other hand. That's great. So anyway, I, I did my morning routine, and I left, and I drove up into the mountains, and I arrived atop the mountain at about 8.30 in the morning, local time, of course. And the weather forecast was clear, Jeff. I, I, I want to be clear. I looked ahead. I was like, oh, it's going to be maybe a slightly cloudy but otherwise sunny day, perfect bare weather. I got up to the top of the mountain, and it was pouring rain. Pouring. And, and again, there was no rain in the surrounding Piedmont regions or the adjacent valley. So it was literally just raining on me. So that would be one thing. Oh, I get a little wet. Ooh, whatever. I get wet every E3. It happens. I'm used to it. I enjoy it. But... Here's the bad thing. So I, I do these E3 bear hikes when E3 happens, which is early June, early to mid-June. So every other E3 bear hike since I started this tradition, since 2010, the year of Donkey Kong Country Returns is when I started this tradition. I saw a bear. We got Donkey Kong Country Returns. I was like, there we go. <laughs> that means something. Uh, connections. Connections. So this is going to be a tradition from now on. And I've held to it. But... It's June, so I dress as I do for a hike in the mountains in the humid summer months. I was wearing a t-shirt, actually my Spiral Mountain Explorers t-shirt from Fangamer, because I went all out with this. Uh, I was wearing a t-shirt, I was wearing shorts, and I had a I had a backpack full of some survival supplies. It's a really long way to tell me that you got really wet. Well, no, it's not just that I got wet, Jeff, because imagine my surprise to get to the top of the mountain, and it's June, and usually I'm sweating during the bear hike, or at least just pleasantly warm, but it was 45 degrees Fahrenheit, which is about 7 degrees Celsius for the oh, rest of you. the world. Uh, yeah, I needed a translation. Yeah. So Sounds cold. It was cold, especially for the way I was dressed. Were I wearing jeans and a jacket... I would have been fine. That would have been... Like a jean jacket. <laughs> right. If I would have been just decked out in denim, uh, acid-washed denim, I would have been quite the fashionable stud strolling through the forest, and, and I wouldn't have gotten cold. But I was dressed for an E3 bear hike. 
So, with the water falling on me actually several degrees colder than the temperature in the air, I got pretty cold pretty quickly. And in my several hours scouring the forest, I saw no bear prints, but partially because it was raining so hard, it was actually washing away any footprints that were being made. I tested this out, and and my footprints were, like, eroded within a minute. So, yeah, I could could not track the bears, let alone stumble upon them. And, of course, I could not stumble upon them because they were all hunkered down because it was cold and raining. So, by the time I had to just call it, it was about 1 p.m. that I got out of there... I was shivering. I, I my teeth were chattering. I couldn't feel my arms. Like my my hands had gone completely numb. And while I do have things in my survival backpack, like a, a fire starting flint, there'd be no way to start a fire in this. And, and why would I start a campfire when I'm just trying to get back to my car to get the hell out of there? So I, I got in my car, turned on the heat, and basically sat there for 20 minutes until I could feel things again. And not just, like, my fingers, but emotions. And I got out of there. And, and so I did not so see So you were – that was predicting the ice region that's going to come to see of thieves. <laughs> you got so cold on E3 hike. That's, that's what that means. So I, I did let the forum and the patrons and our Facebook page know. The story was too long to share on Twitter. But I let everyone know I did not see a bear. But if you only listen to the that's conversation – That's not too long of a story. You just tweet, I did not see a bear. I feel that's like I need to like explain. Because if I just say I didn't see a bear, then that makes me look bad. If I explain the circumstances, then it's nature's fault. The bear – seeing a bear is not up to you. It's up to whether there's a new Banjo game or a new Donkey Kong game. That's 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 the cosmic connection between seeing the bear. So there's nothing you could have done to see a bear because there is no Banjo and Donkey Kong games this year. <laughs> this year. Well, this we, year. We, we don't know. We don't know if Nintendo is coming to play and we don't know what they're going to show. So hope springs eternal, but uh, I didn't see a bear. And, uh, so I, I got my, I got, I got the feeling back in my hands and I drove out of there, got back home. Unbeknownst to me, the Banjo-Kazooie rumors we were talking about during our E3 2022 preview had blown up during the time I was getting out of there. So around 1 p.m. my time. Uh, Andy Robinson's site, take a drink everybody, Andy Robinson, VGC, VideoGamesChronicle.com, ran a story, and the headline was, Xbox is planning a Banjo-Kazooie reveal, developer claims. Which is a very misleading headline, because you think developer claims, the person developing it is, is coming out with it. They're, they're spilling the beans, they're spilling the guffo all over the table. We, we now know... Banjo-Kazooie is coming. The uh, byline, the, 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 the sub-headline, whatever you call it, the, the secondary headline said, the series could reportedly appear during the Xbox showcase on Sunday. That's wah. today, Hyer. Yeah. That's today. Yeah. And if, I'm still waiting for it. Yeah, if, if you're looking at the key art to this episode on YouTube or SoundCloud, you will see a green woman... Who is not Gruntilda? I I realized 
<laughs> I, I realized that uh, when I was making this, because I have a theme for all of these not E3 episodes, and that's, you know, the E3 of the mind, and everything's kind of, you know, surreal, like, surreal hues, and just like, ooh, it's a dream, are we really here? And uh, so for this episode, I picked Nine Cat Nura from off of the Sea of Thieves trailer we saw today. And uh, because it's Xbox, I tinted her green, not realizing that from a distance, it just looks like sexy grunty. And that's, you know, of course, in okay. everybody's mind because of the, the She-Hulk uh, show that's coming out on Disney+. Plus. Everybody's talking about sexy grunty. And so, yeah, sorry if you saw this in your YouTube thumbnails and excitedly clicked it thinking they announced a sexy grunty game. That wasn't my intention. Sorry. Anyway. There's, there's no games. Let's get that out of the way. We're 15 minutes in. If you want to stick around for the rest, you can. But there will be no games. From here to the end, <laughs> we don't have any games. But Listen. we still have thoughts. We have thoughts on things that are there and things that aren't there. I have there, thoughts. And I have, thoughts on this, I have thoughts on this Banjo-Kazooie rumor, Jeff. Don't you? Yeah, let's let, well, let's just get right into it. What do you think about this rumor so, that didn't come true? Let me hear the. Let, let me read to you some of this VGC.com or or VideoGamesChronicle.com. Do we do we have to? Uh, well, drive traffic to VGC. That's fine. Do what you got to do. No, uh, this is for you, Andy Robinson. Ah, man, gets me drunk. So, uh, apparently. Nate the Hate, who who is a, a, I don't know, he's a leaker somewhere. He leaks stuff. He had another leaker on there named Modern Vintage Gamer, uh, who goes Ooh. by the initials MVG, apparently. Ah, that checks out. <laughs> uh, MVG apparently works for Night Dive Studios. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. And... Uh, claim uh, real. MVG claimed that he'd heard talk of a rev- revival of Banjo Kazooie uh, at GDC Games Done Quick or Games Done Quick. No, that's not Games Done. Oh, Quick. GDC's Game Developers Conference. Game Developers Conference. Okay, <laughs> I'm we sorry. gotta stop with all. There's too many letters. Why Just, can't people use words anymore? BGC, We're using letters. VGC, MVG, GDC, GDQ. I, I, I can't keep up. E-D-I. God damn it. All right. Let's, <laughs> what did they say? They said GDC told them? They, they, said, they, said, they said people at the goddamn convention were talking earlier this year, and s- there were some people talking about Banjo. This is, this is what MVG said, according to Nate the Hayes podcast, a- according to uh, VGC, the Andy Robinson site. I've heard that Banjo's coming up for months now, from different people. Something's happening with Banjo. What I can't tell you is what that is. I feel pretty strongly that there will be a Banjo announcement at this show, because man, I just keep hearing about Banjo. Okay. And then, of course, Phil Spencer was, uh, you know, seen playing Banjo-Kazooie the other day, and that was a whole thing. Phil Spencer plays video games? Yeah, I don't buy it. I thought he just hmm. wore T-shirts. So, Jeff, the, the, this rumor uh, got blowed up because of this. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of been bouncing around in the background of stack noise. We, you know, I, I didn't bring it up until Friday on the conversation. But 
very similar to what happened with Donkey Kong last year. The big sites ran with it, got expectations all up in the stratosphere. And then, of course, the game wasn't shown at the respective uh, showcase or direct. And people are disappointed. People are hurt. People are angry now, which, of course you could predict that would happen. I did not run this story on DK Vine specifically for this reason. I said on Friday, you know, the time's about right for somebody at Xbox Studios to do something with Banjo. And, uh, you know, three years on from Smash Ultimate, their their inclusion there, it, it would make sense. And I think this year would have a better shot of it happening than previous years, but still about 50-50 and it, it didn't happen, and I think people are upset, but I don't think people need to be upset. I think it's an overreaction. Sure, you know, I, got, I even got my hopes up going into it. Was I disappointed that I didn't see it? Not briefly. I got over it. it it's here, Here's what I'm feeling about Banjo-Kazooie right now, Jeff, and you're free to disagree with me, because I know you like to disagree with me, but... Thank you for giving me freedom. Thank yeah, you for that. You know, freedom's... You know, I I I I I believe that uh, that's the key. Yeah, the key to freedom is that you need someone to give you permission to have it. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah, that yeah. that that's the definition, the textbook definition of freedom. Uh, I think Banjo Kazooie, a, a revival or a remake or something. I think we will see it. At some point within the next couple of years, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Yeah. Uh, the the I don't want to run with the idea that oh well, there's smoke to the rumors. It just this wasn't the right time for it to get shown. The the right attitude for the moment is to call this rumor dead until proven <laughs> otherwise. Because yeah. you can't just yeah. be like every time you have a rumor and it's like, oh, well, the rumor didn't come true. That just means it's coming true later. That's just a bad attitude. You can't live life like that. Just just chill. All right. So, there will be more banjo in the universe someday. This rumor might have been true, but just not the right time. But this rumor also could be bullshit. And then a new banjo be. might happen later, but it might have nothing to do with this. It could be. Uh, the, the big difference here where... Uh, I, I feel more confident about Donkey Kong because of what we have been told about Donkey Kong. I have not been told anything about the Banjo revival. I do not know. I'm just in the dark as you all. Uh, apparently not as in the dark as, uh, what was it, MVP? MVG. MVG, Most Valued Gamer, uh, who, who, know, who who's been told the truth. I thought, uh, I thought you were going to say you're not as in the dark as Billy Squire. Because that's a Billy Squire song. Anyway, <laughs> continue. Oh, Jeff, I've missed you. Not I, I missed you in the conversation because <laughs> I can't make all these boomer music references with anybody. Well, here I'll, I'll give you another one while we've got you know while I've got you here. Uh, every E three, we just get all these rumors. There's so many rumors and rumors, but we never get any uh, Tusk. We never get Mirage. <laughs> we never get Tango in the Night. We don't get the Fleetwood Mac self-titled album. Like, nothing. Yeah. Come on. Always rumors. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even get the early blues albums. <laughs> All right. I got it out of my system. All right. Good. All right. Uh, I, I love rumors, the Fleetwood Mac album, because it's all about, hey, did you hear how we're all wife swapping? <laughs> Let's yeah. do an album about it. <laughs> it's, a song about, uh, it's a song for people cheating. What's the... I think it's... Uh, 
Oh shit, who's that comedian? You know that comedian? Uh, oh god, I fucked up the whole thing. Anyway, <laughs> John John Mulaney. He says yeah. it's an album uh, for people cheating on each other by people cheating on each other. And, and he it was know that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He brought it up because it was "Don't Stop uh, Thinking About Tomorrow" was the Bill Clinton campaign song. Oh, okay. And yeah, anyway, you know Fleetwood Mac. What a fun bunch. Yeah, and then he left his wife for Olivia Munn. So. Got her pregnant, went to rehab, came back out, did a show with Dave Chappelle. He's doing great. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say he's a rescue ranger now, so he's going. He's things are going good for him. Here's, here's the thing, Jeff. I would say, and and this is my. I've been doing this for a long time. This is our tenth year of the conversation. I've been doing DK Vine for twenty two years, so I can say I can speak with some authority here. I feel like the Banjo-Kazooie rumor is in better standing than John Mulaney at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. He's just too spindly. How, he's not in good standing because have you seen his weird little legs? He's just – he's like a, a, a spindly-looking guy. He's not – doesn't look like he can stand good. But that aside, uh, I'll tell you what. I Here's my problem with this rumors, with leak culture in general. Yeah. Uh, people it, – it basically, it, it creates expectations uh, where there weren't any. Where people normally would go in blind but sure. hopeful, and then instead they go in with expecting and uh, feeling entitled to something that yeah, for sure. and was never even guaranteed, and then they come out of it being mad like they were robbed of something they were promised. And they, when yeah, the re- no. reality is, you you built that in your own head, you dummy. I, I can understand being upset because oh I didn't see a franchise I really like, but the fact the th- the feeling that you're entitled to see it because a leaker said it, that's yeah that's the bridge too far for me. And all I can say is I'm so relieved Jeff that it wasn't us this time put in a crosshairs. We weren't we weren't throwing this rumor around. Uh, it's not like last year where our story. Uh, got blown up by the major gaming media, and then everybody was looking at us when there was no Donkey Kong game during the direct. Uh, not that problem this year. It, it's it's Andy Robinson's problem this year. So uh, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I think it w- would have been cool. It would have been cool to see a banjo uh, remake. Uh, the there was the the specifics of it going around were people saying. It was going to be double fine making a banjo remake, uh, which I, I just I saw believe, right away. I never believed that. It's, I was, no. it's just no. It's just not happening that way. Uh, that's just not how it, that would go down. So don't don't even you know. That's why I didn't even go in expecting it at all because I was like, well, this just sounds incorrect. It well, doesn't sound like true information. Double fine so has already like come out and said they don't want to do it. So like it, it's multiple not, times. Yeah. Tim Schafer is getting irritated having to answer the question. Again and again, like, yeah. no, he's not making a banjo game. It's not what he, they do at Double Fine. They don't make banjo games. But, uh, you know, if it happens, it happens. It'd be cool. I don't even really want a remake. Well, and, and I, I talked about this. Uh, Dustin and I uh, were, were in agreement. And I think Cameron was pretty much in the same wavelength that, you know, if they did announce a banjo remake, I would be happy. I, I But it's not. Yeah. If you ask me right now. Do you want a Banjo remake or do you want a new game? I would say, you know, 10 times out of 10, I want a new game. Uh, but if, if we just got a remake, hey, that would still be pretty cool. It would be worth being excited about. But, you know, all I can say is, hey, well, I know I, I, I've said all I can say like three different times now. So obviously I can keep talking about this all night long. 
But I won't bore you to tears, Jeff, with my thoughts on a Banjo-Kazooie game that may not even exist. And it's just, you know, uh, a rumor at this point. But I'm just glad that people are, are talking about it. Like, like the possibility is out there. Um, it That just feels good again. Uh, I, I feel like for the last several years, we've just like, now there, there, like, there's, there's no, uh, there's no hope for a Banjo Kazooie game, so it's not even in the uh, the air. I like that it's in the air. Uh, I, I like that we can at least speculate about it. Nobody is speculating about Jet Force Gemini Two, right? Uh, right. But uh, you know, Banjo always is possible. They put them on. Uh, they put them on Smash Brothers. Do you they, know they, they, put, they, they, they put them on Smash Brothers? So, I heard something about um, that. Yeah. Once they get put on Smash Brothers, it's kind of like saying, um, "Look, they're on Smash Brothers," you know. So. That must mean they're, that uh, they're not dead. It's not. It's not a dead franchise. It's a sleepy franchise, like a bear. Uh, when you go to the mountain and it's raining and it's forty degrees, there uh, the bears are slipping. And and just like uh, I got better from that, you can just jump into a hot shower and wash your disappointment away. Yeah, good. Look at that little life advice for you. There you go. Uh, uh, there was another potential remake thing uh that didn't show yes and this and one has a lot more evidence going for it than Banjo this is one I, I feel confident this is a game that exists and yes. it just hasn't been shown so we're talking about uh golden eye uh zero zero seven um must be, the, must be the uh must be the seventh in this series i don't really know much about it yeah it's um <laughs> So, so as we discussed on our preview episode, uh, so, some rare staffers kind of got caught uh, unlocking achievements for a GoldenEye 007 on the Xbox. Naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty. Yes. Tisk, tisk. And uh, it's, it's all but guaranteed that it's coming. Now, it should be pointed out that this isn't going to be Xbox's only presentation this week they're, they're going to have a, a another uh, how do you do uh do you uh you, is this is essentially like their version of the nintendo treehouse right yes. sort of yes uh, so there's going to be more like actual gameplay footage and talking with the devs about you know demos and stuff which is more instead of this this what was today which was kind of trailers reveals in big trailer format yeah, it, um, it was structured like your typical uh, E3 presentation. Uh, maybe a little bit less on stage chicanery. Uh, Phil Spencer only appeared. There was once. a. There was no uh, Jeff Keeley. Thank God. Thank uh, God. Yeah. Uh, but there was Sarah Bond, and of course, everybody got the jokes out of the way early. She appeared, and everybody was like, "Oh, there we go. There's." Bond. Oh, James Bond. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I so, get it. So anyway, uh, there there's no GoldenEye 007, and the thought as of right now is, well, maybe that's too small to be shown in these big, dramatic gameplay and and game reveal trailers. Maybe they're just going to drop that in there on, what is it, Tuesday's event? Yeah, Tuesday. Maybe yeah. It's, uh, it's Trailer Tuesday or whatever. Or, or um, maybe they're just like holding on to it still maybe it's not ready to be shown maybe the uh so little conflict the, over in ukraine is still keeping it from yeah uh, 
yeah. So plot wise, in terms of the game uh, plot, it may not be pertinent. Uh, may not be good timing to show that one off. I know that the anniversary of that game, I believe, is in um, August. August. Yeah. And I know every year they've got Gamescom in August, which is like the German uh, E3. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that might be a good time for it to just get revealed and shadow dropped. Just like one of those, like, here's the reveal and you can download it today. Like one of those. Um, Or play it with Game Pass today. Yeah, I think that if it's not shown on Tuesday, that will be when we'll see GoldenEye. And... I, I I think the 25th anniversary is just uh, the perfect timing for it. And yeah, the, but like I said on Friday, they, they probably have to show up before they announce the next James Bond actor because they do, uh, Ian Productions has the, the Broccoli family. They do have strict guidelines about promoting older Bond content while there is a current Bond in residency. And, and so... One of the big reasons why this could potentially be released now is because uh, Daniel Craig is no longer James Bond, but they have not announced Idris Elba or whoever is going to be the next one. So, oh, that'd be cool, Idris Elba. Did you just think of that? Yeah, I thought of it all by myself. Nobody <laughs> has ever suggested that possibility. That's really good fan casting. I might, I might make that my dream Bond yeah. fan cast. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> So, so we didn't get banjo. We didn't get of banjo. Course. We uh, didn't we get Bond. Didn't get James Bond, Golden Golden and Bond. Can I just say, but, I, uh, I, it would have been yeah. perfect if we got both Bond and banjo because then it would have been just like E three from twenty five years ago, and then they could have delayed banjo and announced Diddy Kong Racing instead. Yeah. No. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, or maybe they would just make Diddy Kong Racing DLC. For Forza Horizon Five, <laughs> yeah, I when I was when I was watching the the Forza trailer, one of the two, the first one, I I was thinking, could you imagine if this trailer was exactly the same, including like the 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 hip hop music backing, but it was like Bumper the Badger tearing down the tearing down <laughs> the, the road. Yeah, and then they like zoom in on the on the the asphalt to show the like dynamic lighting and yeah. the there's we animated every blade of grass so that you can drive by at 90 miles an hour and not look at it <laughs> cool thank you uh yeah you know what Ford? so that's cool i, I when they, as soon as they showed that trailer i posted a, a picture from the movie cars the disney pixar uh-huh. film cars and then the very next trailer they showed was microsoft flight simulator so of course then i posted a picture from the Disney Pixar movie Planes. Actually, Pixar did not make Planes. I know they didn't make it, but it's in the it's in the Cars universe, which it is, is a Disney it is, Pixar. It is in the Cars universe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. People don't talk about Planes much anymore. Well, but the problem is that it, it went direct to DVD, right? And uh, nobody has a DVD anymore. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody buys a DVD, so they keep putting these on the shelves, and nobody's buying them, and nobody has a way to play them. And so, uh, you know, it's just these movies that no one can watch. It's like lost media. I, I do like the idea that uh, Disney's planes in the Cars universe or, or from, from the universe of Cars is their equivalent to Diddy Kong Racing for us. It's like, well, we, <laughs> it's, it's lost. Nobody can experience this. But we have such fond memories of it. Disney's planes. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they they wanted to complete the trilogy, the planes, trains, and the automobiles. But well, they realized if they make a movie about living trains, uh, the trains don't get to do much 
because they're on um rails. You can't. It's there's like no agency for a train. Oh, I thought the the Thomas the Tank Engine people would sue. Oh yeah. Well, Ringo Starr. Yeah. Uh, he was on that anyway. So, um, so was uh, Alec Baldwin. Watch out. Right. It was George Carlin. Uh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I never watched it. I just, for some reason, have an intimate knowledge of who was in it. It just, I don't, um, I saw someone on the internet made a Thomas the Tank Engine looking uh, fleshlight. Yeah. And that's when I said, uh, you know, I'm done with internet for a while. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so we didn't get a banjo. We didn't get a golden eye. And there's also some other things. Don't worry. There's some other things that we also didn't get. Um, mm-hmm. If you were keeping track. Yeah. We didn't get conquered. No, but uh, we didn't see the new Perfect Dark game at all. We didn't no. see the new Everwild. Uh, Everwild, the new Everwild is yeah. Yeah, not the, the first stinky was, old. The first one was such a classic that I've been waiting for that second one. Um. So, yeah, it, they, they restricted this show just to games that are coming out in the next 12 months. So, implicitly, that means, of course, that Everwild and Perfect Dark, if they are still being made, are not coming out in the next 12 months. Um, you know, I, they, I, I can understand yeah. companies doing this, like, oh, we want to limit this to games that are immediate, but I, I do miss just getting uh, my appetite whetted. I do, I do miss the, the feeding frenzy of, you know, we're just going to announce anything, anything goes, let's get, let's just get buck wild with this. I think it's good to have a mix. I think you should have some hard, like, here's what you can play in September and here's the big thing we have for November. And this one's coming out early next year in the spring. Like you need some of those. So people have immediate things to, to, you know, get buy their pre-order from GameStop to get their exclusive in-game underwear or whatever. But, um, you also, I think you should have a mix of a couple longer form trailers that you're just like, and by the way, little truth bomb here, boom, there's going to be a Metroid prime Four next decade. Like those thing, those little announcements that aren't aren't in the immediate future, uh, they still go a long way to get people excited. So I think showing us a little more about Perfect Dark would have been a good move. But hey, you know I'm not in charge of Perfect Dark over there at the uh, what they call themselves the the initiative. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, oh, I, I I think that for me, I, I can understand why game companies have gotten so conservative about promising games unless it's knee deep in development because they don't want to, to keep, you know, promising something and it keeps getting development snags. And the second you announce it, the second you announce it, you now have to manage the Twitter account. Yeah. And, and you will be and So if the game's not coming out for four years, why would you pay some intern to run a Twitter account and get verbally harassed seven days a week? When there's no news to share, someone's just in there in the DMs on the Twitter account being a little shit. Uh, there's not even a game to talk about yet. So, the, yeah, you know, that's a lot of resources that you're spending just to be running a Twitter account for a game that doesn't even ha- uh, come out yet. So, but you know. I, I, I do like the mix, as you said. For me, like E3 is some sort of grand orgy where you, you just have like everything in there. Speaking of Fleetwood Mac, yeah, yeah. We got the, and, and yeah. you you can't be like picky at the orgy. You can't be like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to fuck them. No, the most successful orgy, anything goes, and and so that's to me what he. You've got to put in. You've you've got to put in your 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 time. You know. Yeah. You don't get. You don't go. You don't get to just have sex with the best people at the orgy. 
you have to move around and mingle like or else you know people are going to think you're selfish it's like if you if you have the plate of nachos and you only pick up the chips with all the meat and loaded toppings and you never eat the way and then everyone else is left eating just chips i wouldn't know about that jeff i know for some reason i can speak more on authority about orgy than loaded nachos. Yeah. Loaded nachos. Well, yeah, you can imagine that uh, if there's loaded nachos, the ones that are loaded with all the meats and the toppings, those are the best ones. This metaphor has fallen apart on me. I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, this episode fell apart probably 20 minutes ago. Well, all right. Well, try it again next week. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. No, actually, there's still more to talk about. I forgot. Hold on. Let me, let me, uh, let me, let me open up another alcohol. Ah, uh, I see. You're smart. You have them within arm's reach, and I don't. Yeah, I have my um, my plush Donkey Kong holding a spare one for me, so I can just take it out of his arms. Ah, what a guy. So, yes. enough about what we did not see yes. at this show. What if we talked instead about what things, what we did see? Well, I guess the, the, the only thing of specific relevance to dk vine that was shown garfield wait garfield was shown yeah starfield starfield oh uh who um hates star mondays okay loves star lasagna no uh this is this is hilarious yeah i'm laughing so much (laughs) that you can't even hear the sounds it's imperceptible (laughs) (laughs) no uh as as we predicted, there was a Sea of Thieves season seven trailer, and you know I I oh, yeah. I, got, I I got in I got into the every time they showed like the world premiere console exclusive like the double header. Can we also say we all agree that the world premiere thing is just doesn't hit the same without that guy doing the voiceover? Yeah, remember the guy? I remember world the guy. Premiere. Yeah, that I, they, I, it's missing something now because this There's wasn't. No bite. Because this wasn't being held in the uh, Microsoft Theater in downtown Los Angeles, they probably felt like there was no need to bring the guy in because the guy is well, there to. I'm pretty the sure crowd. it was like a voice recording they just played a thousand times. It wasn't like a live guy. No, it was, he was there. He was chained to the the pipes. They had a little doggy bowl for him, and they're like, "Say it, damn it, say it!" And they whipped him. This is awful. I'm glad he's not there anymore. <laughs> But unless see either he got freedom uh-huh. which is great or he died along the way which would be bad but also is another way of getting freedom i suppose right uh again woof. freedom, freedom right. has to be uh you have to be given permission to have the freedom permission first. to yeah. be free yeah anyway no there's world a se- premiere. yeah world premiere yeah sorry uh and so every time I saw that, I was like, well, this might be Banjo. Well, this might be Banjo. And then you would see like a city skyline and you're like, well, this is a Banjo. All right. But I, I always uh, like to imagine the, the first like five seconds that you see, even though it looks nothing like Banjo, just try to imagine how it could wrap around and be about Banjo. And yeah, and just like see this realistic fucking uh, desolate city, uh, you know, apocalypse. And you're like, well, maybe this is Banjo. Let's imagine how that would work. Yeah, he he just like pops out from the corner of the screen with Kazooie, and he's he like waves. <laughs> <laughs> just completely out of place in this like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and would it though? <laughs> no, Sea of Thieves season seven though. When when this trailer came on, I was like, oh, finally something I'm familiar with. Oh, comfort food. 
And, you know, because it, it does, like, this uh, specific Xbox and Bethesda game showcase, it felt more like the ones, like, from circa 2015, 2016, where there wasn't a great mix of games as far as, like, art style or tone goes. There was I, don't like- know, I, don't, I don't agree with that. And okay. we can get into it later if you want. But I've heard a lot of people saying while they're watching it, like, every game is just another game about shooting people with guns. This is so boring. And and first of all, no, that was the Jeff Keighley show from last week. Okay, <laughs> that, that was not this. He was personally shooting people from what I hear. Yeah, well, you know, he... he Jeff Keighley famously said, I could stand in the middle of Main Street and shoot somebody and I'd get away with it. But uh, no, uh, I don't think this show was that. I thought this was actually like, I mean, there were there were shooters. Of course, there were shooters. They were pretty colorful. Some of them were very colorful, different looking shooters. Well, the Rick and I like Morty that, one. Well, the- I like that shooters these days aren't all looking the same apocalyptic brown and gray that they used to. There's actually some artistic kind of flourish with the shooting worlds, even if they are still just a shooter. But I thought there was some good variety here. I thought there was a good mix of stuff. You you know, there was Grounded and there was Minecraft Legends and there was the Forza stuff and then there was uh, some smaller indie looking things that looked pretty cool. And um, Yeah, there were shooters, but uh, Overwatch 2 looks way different than like Redfall, which looks way different than the Rick and Morty shooter. You know, it's a... Uh, Video games, you know, video games. All right. Well, I, I still felt like th- there. I, I agree. It wasn't as bad as like that era Xbox, where you were just getting all apocalyptic brown Tom Clancy's apocalypse now, whatever you know. But it, it still, it still felt great to see those slightly cartoony Sea of Thieves pirates doing a little, uh, you know, on the piano. And it's <laughs> like, okay, all right, like. Uh, this this makes me happy. Anyway, they they did a trailer for season seven, and the big draw of season seven is captaincy. And what is captaincy, Jeff? Yeah, so captaincy is a word in the Sea of Thieves community that it just like brings a lot of baggage with it because when Sea of Thieves launched back in March of 2018, oh my god, back when I was six years old, uh when that game came out and they said that the, the first major update they're going to do is going to be the captaincy update, which was supposed to add in the microtransaction shop and also in like pets and stuff. And then also was going to add in uh captaincy, which was this notion of um, an in-game kind of thing where you become the captain of the ship. And if you are the captain of the ship, you and your crew get certain perks uh, in terms of customization, being able to kind of name your ship, decorate your ship, and make it your own and make it persistent from session to session in various ways and actually make the ship itself have weight to it as like a singular ship and not just like one of infinity ships that you can spawn and respawn every time you sink and stuff. It actually feels like a ship, and it's your ship. It's different from everyone else's. Yeah. Um, all of these, and then some other perks that come along with that. So anyway, they didn't put that out back in 2018 because they realized immediately that, uh, the community wanted other things prioritized in terms of actually things to do in the game, which was a good shout. And then they spent four years adding new things to do. And now they decided that it's time to go back and finally 
uh, fulfill that promise of the captaincy. So, so that's what this is all about. Yeah. And you know, not even getting into like insider, which I remain spoiled, spoiler free for, I I'm part of it, but I don't really partake. Um, this has kind of been out in the open um, a little bit, like the at least the naming the ship thing was coming because there has been a there there was a persistent glitch on the ship's crest uh, for for a week or two in game where it kept flickering and it was like well clearly they're doing something with the ship's crest at long last which has just been empty on all players galleons and then it's stuff- like walking around it's like walking around with one of those sticker name tags it says hello my name is mm. and then you just don't you just don't write anything down and you just walk around with it on your that, that's what it feels like with the ship's crest on our ship yeah that doesn't have a name on it but it was um, flickering and then some people spotted ship crest uh on the back of some sloops and, and which it wasn't a thing and they were like what 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 so it's been pretty clear that this was coming at least the name your ship part which I have been very excited about. I've been wanting it since the technical alpha when I would talk about it with you all, you know, sailing around in those short two hour sessions or whatever. Because we, you know, when we play, Jeff, you and I and Cameron and, and Dustin or, or Briegel or whoever sails with us, we say that our galleon is named the Dreadfully Evil. That's what we named our galleon. And I'd be like, wow, that would be great to have it up on the ship's crest. Oh, well, you know, it's it's what it's called in spirit. But now we can name it and it adds so many vital features that really excite me. So Some of the times they've updated Sea of Thieves and they've added new features. I'm like, I guess that's cool. It's not really what I want. All of this is stuff that I've wanted and dreamed about since the game before it even been released before i even got to play it in the technical alpha or e3 or at rare when it was just that early trailer back at e3 2015 this is the stuff i was daydreaming about and it's finally coming and i'm so over the moon uh yeah i i i I file all of this in the like firmly in the uh that's really neat folder um it none of it is like groundbreaking uh or like you know it's obviously not like a pirate's life which was last e3's big reveal that jack sparrow from off of pirates of the caribbean was going to be in the game in a massive like five chapter story campaign and all the stuff that came last year like that was a big one this isn't groundbreaking like that i think that if you're outside of the sea of thieves kind of uh, if you're not like a vested Sea of Thieves player, this trailer probably didn't do anything for you because it's it's not flashy. It's not something that's going to draw in new people per se, uh, but it is something that I think is going to please just about everybody who is sailing the game and has been playing the game. Um, it's just stuff that people have wanted for a long time. It, it's no really- brainer features. It's really going to help with the like role playing aspect where you really feel invested in your ship your pirate your crew it's definitely going to boost all of that and i feel like i've needed that boost because sometimes in sea of thieves and i will admit this happens to me you kind of get weighed down by the grind the grind of getting commendations of getting seasonal renown 
doing the time limited stuff. Got to get that check box checked off. Got to get this checked off. Hurry, hurry. Time's wasting. We don't. Ha- we only have 13 days to finish this. And you lose sight of what the game is supposed to be, which is going on a, a magical adventure with your friends. This will all help that, at least in my mind, in my imagination, that will help boost that. Yeah. So in terms of what that entails, you get to name your ship. Like you can basically, you can become the captain of a ship, and then you can name the ship. You can decorate the captain's cabin and in, in the parts of the ship, oh, like the yeah. rugs and the drapes and the the tables and chairs and things. Uh, I wonder you if can... my carpets will match my drapes. Oh, oh, that's a funny joke. Ding. We beat a little like uh, a little sound effect every time I'll says that's a funny my joke. Second like, can of alcohol Ding. helping me be funny. Yeah. That's all you needed to make funny jokes. Booze. Uh, then there's, you can, what do you, you can uh, decorate stuff on like um, the shelves and stuff. You like put up your own custom kind of decor, you know, shelf trinkets. And it said that there are rewards to unlock. So I'm thinking that those will correspond to like achievements or, or like accomplishments you've had in the game get you a trinket you could physically put on a shelf and display. Yeah. And then when someone boards your ship, you, you could see, you know, stuff that they've done or how they like to decorate their ship and stuff like that. And then also, uh, however you decorate your ship will stay consistent over session to session. You don't have to redecorate the ship at the start of every uh, day when, you know, if you don't want to, you can just keep it persistent. Yeah. Uh, they said that there are um, special captains voyages that are exclusive to captains, but we don't we don't know any of the details on that yet. They said that you can t- kind of chronicle the adventure that you've gone on using a captain's log, which they gave no details on. But that really gets my imagination turning. Well, Jeff, not in terms to, of like, yeah, go not ahead. To, not to put you on the spot, but whenever we play Sea of Thieves, you are the person on the crew who goes to the bathroom more than anybody. And, what? And, no, so when I heard Captain's Log, I thought of you. Like 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 a uh, like like a like a poop like, like a fecal a, poop like a poop yeah I thought of you okay. Jeff. Well, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I do. I I am very regular, and especially in the morning, we jump on Sea of Thieves at eleven a.m. on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, and I get right into it, and then I say, "Sorry, guys, I have to go take a poop. I have to. I have to." Go a, a fecal poop. So, so that's true. But that I take as a compliment uh, to my body because it's it's uh, it's important to poop. Pooping is a good thing for you to do, especially uh, you know once a day or so is a good I think amount. In the live stream, Crinkle Root says, "Remember that not E three DK Vine episode when no rare stuff happened, so they talked about orgies." And you can add poop to that now too. Crinkle I think uh, I think we lost three viewers. Um, <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so it's just kind of uh, some perks. Oh, the other perk is that uh, it appears that there's this new station on the outpost where you can sell loot that yes. it, it seems to be for ease of access, like faster selling. Go right to a dock and sell everything there instead of having to maybe well, walk as far. We don't really know how that's going to work a- either. According to this scroll that the pirate unfurled during the trailer, they're called the Sovereigns. The sovereigns um, says yeah. easily sell your loot to the sovereigns. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was, back when the game first came out, there were four 
base cosmetic sets you could buy for for like uh you know clothing and stuff and and ships and those four base sets were the bilge rat the sea dog the sovereign and the admiral and ever and then since then that was at launch since then the bilge rats came into the game as a faction of of people of pirates the sea dogs came in as a faction for the arena mode and now the sovereigns are coming in uh, and to serve some kind of function in the game. Um, so that kind of implies to me that the Admiral probably is on their long-term roadmap as well. Probably some kind of naval um, faction related to the Royal Navy or the Grand Maritime Union. Yeah, I was going to say Grand yeah. Maritime Union, yeah. Uh, but that's probably down the pipeline a ways. But uh, yeah, sovereigns are coming. We don't know what that's going to do or... Or how that's gonna work, but uh, yeah, it's just basically it's like I said, this isn't groundbreaking. This isn't gonna excite people who aren't well versed in Sea of Thieves and and like care about the little uh, minor details and quality of life things. But um, yeah, the the like you said, it's gonna aid in the role play. It's really gonna help the role play. I think it's going to help the feeling of progression if you're a player coming up through the game and having milestones to work towards, like you're on your path to Pirate Legend. But like working up to the point where you can become a captain yeah. is now going to be a milestone on your journey do, do, in I the guess, game. I guess we don't have any details on that, how that works yet. Unless, no. Unless yeah. Rare's like updated the CFB's I think website. that they tweeted something like you can buy a ship or something. So maybe it's just saving up enough money to do it. Or maybe you have to be at a certain progression level to do it. I don't know. Um, it didn't. They didn't say it was like Pirate Legend exclusive. And I don't think it will be because Pirate Legends are still uh, a small percentage of the player base. That's surprising um, because usually when I play, I only encounter Pirate Legends. Yeah, I think it's something like 1% of players what? are Pirate Legends. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, th- this is this really excited me. And honestly, I know I'm a weirdo who likes Sea of Thieves, as are you, Jeff. But this, like, I didn't really worry about banjo after this because this is all stuff i've been wanting since before day one and and just the fact that you can save your ship this is i mean you know how many times i gripe about this jeff every time we play and i'm at you know at the uh the shipwright setting our ship up and i'm like oh i wish we could save this oh i wish there was a way to save this Dip, 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 dip. well now we can do it and i can stop complaining and maybe live life I still think, and and maybe this will come. They didn't say it, but I, I really wish they would add more um, customization, like quality of life tools. In the you know, like you should let me pre-save multiple outfits, and then I can instantly switch to another outfit that I've got saved. Yeah, and then you should have it. So if I want to wear everything in a certain set, say I highlight the the hat that goes with uh, this one set. And there should be an option that just says, like, equip everything from that set if you want to dress up in that set. Like, that should be an option. Like, if I, yeah, same with decorating the ship. If I want the full Baron Bird set, I shouldn't have to go and equip the cannons and then equip the wheel and then equip the hull and then equip the sails and then equip the capstan. Like, it should, you should have a button that just says equip everything that matches. Yes. Click. Go. Um, hopefully that kind of stuff comes. That would be really uh, kind of straightforward quality of life highly requested thing um otherwise yeah not a lot to sink our teeth into here i really think it could have they could have stood to maybe highlight uh the next kind of adventure like story story trailer 
um, or something along those lines. Because like I said, I don't think this trailer necessarily does much to uh, impress people who aren't playing inside Sea of Thieves. Um, So, you know, showing a story trailer or maybe even just like a recap of like this save Golden Sands saga that just took place. Something to show people, look, there's cool stuff happening in game other than just this kind of quality of life um, update that's coming with the captaincy. Um, I mean, anyway, it's going to pale compared to last year, obviously. And I think that's fine because the focus doesn't need to be on Sea of Thieves every year. Like they they came in, they said, hey, and sometimes it's just enough of a reminder to, to say like, hey. Sea of Thieves still rolling on, still having free updates. They, they made sure they to hit mention 30, the free updates. Uh, they hit 30 million players. Yeah. We, they, they we, have, got, we have a pirate face to put to the voice of John McMurtry's trailer announcement, yes. announcing voiceover guy. Um, and so we now have an in-game face to put to that voice, uh, which I'm considering a canon character. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's in there. He's the trailer announcer guy. Um, Mitchell had a question for me that he wanted me to answer on the conversation. And this, this came up when I talked to Mitchell earlier today. He said, if is the trailer canon? And if so, how do you reconcile the mention of Game Pass in the trailer? No. OK, so um, here's the thing that I'll tell you. The trailer is soft canon in the sense that it is through the eyes, through the fourth wall eyes of an unreliable narrator. And so details of the trailer uh, may not all be factually, you know, hard canon, uh, but the trailer itself, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's an unreliable narrator. It's, 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 it's based on a real event, but it's actors inside a scene playing a real event so they and they broke the fourth wall because it's like a play think of it like that um also it put a voice to that guy playing the piano uh because who who has been in a lot of trailers for sea of thieves there's this crew that's in this trailer which includes nine cat nura yeah but this crew of four pirates have been in like every story trailer for the game and uh this is the first time one of them has spoken and all he says is that it's on game pass um which is pretty funny but uh yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, we can keep going on and on about this. And, and Jeff, you will be on the upcoming conversation for Sea of Thieves Season 6, where we will discuss the whole saga. The, they put your outpost, Golden Sands, in peril and, and gave, yeah. you, gave you weeks of stress. They said, they said, here, you have a way in-game to represent your values and save Golden Sands. And they said, and we're going to do it right when you get the COVID virus. <laughs> and so that you will be too sick to play the game and you won't be able to help out your side. Honestly, um, Jeff, do you know Do you know if the Reapers actually gave you COVID so you couldn't uh, participate more? No, I was making out with a public toilet. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I went to an orgy in Chicago. So. Yeah. I I know, and when you're at the orgy, you can't just say no and 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 yeah. uh, like make out with See, the toilet. That's that's how you progress. Like before it, you become an orgy captain, you have to first make out with the toilet. It's actually pretty ironic. You'd think that orgy people are obviously going to be pro mask because of the masquerade masks, 
Uh, but you'd be surprised. Very anti-mask at the orgy. <laughs> they, you cannot. They, yeah. They cover no. the tops of their face, but they leave the mouth exposed. Mouths, mouths are an important hole. Okay. That's yeah. the one hole. The one hole on your head we don't want covered up. <laughs> no, but I, I will say that I was just complaining the other week about how I feel there's not enough customization in Sea of Thieves. Like once you settle upon the look of your pirate and you really get that vibe going that you want like i've been wearing the same jacket since launch and and i eventually like settled on a look i liked with you know pants and haircut and and eye patch and it's like i don't want to change any of this and and once i got like a tattoo i got my tattoo from merrick during the hungering deep i got my scar from the hungering deep when the megalodon bit me and i don't want to change those and you can't add a second one so it's just like you know i feel like i i i have like gotten my pirate to where i want them and i don't really want anything new or to switch out anything and isn't that a shame because i keep unlocking and earning all of these cosmetics that i'm never going to use i wish there was more customization available in the game and lo and behold here we are and it's it's almost like i would have known what was coming but i didn't because again i was unspoiled so yep so so that's it for 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 rare based things for DKU relevant things, uh, unless there's say, stuff shown on uh, Tuesday or beyond. Cameron does say in What's a live stream, I'll, it'll be nice for conversations to turn from remember when we got sunk by that sloop to remember when we got sunk by Horse Willy four twenty. Yeah, I, we still talk about Scott's tots the the <laughs> those those like ten year old Scottish kids that beat our ass in yeah. game. And uh, we decided to name them Scott's Tots. Right. But, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to actually know what they call themselves if their ship has a name. Um, although, yeah, I think a lot of them are just going to be Horse Willy 420 right. type names. My ship, uh, when I'm not sailing on the DK Vine stream with the Dreadfully Evil, my ship is named the Miscreant Mallard, which is named after a pretty naughty duck. Yeah. But, uh, you know... That's 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 this is the fun part about Sea of Thieves. Everyone already has a name for their ship. People naturally name their ships, and so actually having the option in the game to do it and display it and show it to other pirates, like that's going to be like just a pretty cool feeling. Like it's just something that just feels natural. Should have always been there. I agree. I I am going to worry if we ever sail on a brigantine. How we're going to express that? Yeah, yeah, because we uh, the name that we gave to our brigantine is. Um, not allowed in the confines of the censorship system. Um, and I don't see you why. Know, but, it, it, it's yeah. not anything negative about it, and I think it would, would have really tied in well with the whole Platinum Jubilee. Yeah, and we're not going to tell you what it is. Use your imagination. <laughs> um, but I'll, I will tell you, it rhymes with the Queen's uh, Dussy. Yeah, that's a great rhyme, Jeff. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with pussy. Oh, so I gave it away. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We were being so demure. We were being so uh, no. buttoned up about now, it. Oh. Now the now the queen's going to give me COVID. Um, anyway, did you have anything to say about the overall event or any other games you saw in there that maybe, I don't know, you don't play games. So did, did anything sh- tick off the Heil radar? Um, I'm I'm kind of expecting the answers to be no. Okay. I'm curious. I I have a few thoughts. I I can't say anything really like 
wowed me to the point where I'm like, I have to play that. And that's not speaking ill of any of these games. I'm sure they're all fantastic for the right crowd. But I'm a weirdo. I, I am a weirdo with niche interest. That's just who I am. And so, you know, it, it sometimes it takes a talking squirrel to get me invested. I did have to applaud how many corpses we saw getting eaten during this presentation. Good, in, in some not, good corpse. But yeah. In less mm-hmm. than 90 minutes, we had three corpses getting devoured by three different types of animals. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and we saw Todd Howard. He looks a little bit like a corpse. Um, actually, no, I posted in our chat. We were watching, we were, you know, kind of watching it and in people in Discord kind of uh, live commentating what they're seeing. And I posted that Todd Howard looks like Alice from the Brady Bunch. Um, <laughs> and then I, I then I put a side-by-side picture, and I t- it turned out I was right. Yeah. He does look like Alice from the Brady Bunch. So if Todd is listening, uh, probably is. Um, no offense. And now, I, now I just want the, 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 the Brady Bunch opening credits. With with the end edited to say and Ann B. Davis as Todd Howard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you put all the little um Xbox talking heads in the in the uh bubbles. Isn't that the Brady Bunch opening? Is they're all in like a little square they're in like the a squares and they're looking at each yeah, other. The squares. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you get you know, get Phil in there, get uh what, what's your name? Sarah James Bond. Uh, everyone, whoever, get the whole, everyone is here, but, uh, yeah, you know, there's some good corpses in this one. I thought there were some good looking games. I'm really excited about grounded getting its full, uh, release outside of the like beta preview. Uh, that's happening in September. Uh, that game is really fun. Yeah. It's, and it's I'm honey, I shrunk one. the kids, but, uh, as a game, but, but the multiplayer game. Yeah. That's, and it's, it's fun. It's just fun. Um, there's that. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a Starfield guy. I know Starfield is treated like the big thing of the show. Uh, if you're excited about Starfield, let us know on Twitter. We won't, we won't engage with it, but, um, Jeff, can I have a question? Can I have, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Ask me a question. What is Starfield? Starfield is the new RPG IP from Bethesda games in their long history of, of very good games like fallout and elder scrolls. And this is their big new one. And it's a space game. It's an RPG where you can go anywhere in space and go to different planets and interact and do things like uh, like Skyrim. If you know about Skyrim, it's like Skyrim, but for space. I've heard of Skyrim. It looks fine. Uh, I liked the look of Redfall, which was the first thing they showed is the guys, the people fighting vampires on a weird little uh, island off the coast of Massachusetts. Uh, and there's like vampires and superpowers and stuff. And I thought that one looked good because I like vampires. So also shout out in the chat to G man, sir, who said, let's see. He said, uh, Oh, I went to the bathroom and accidentally got some on my shorts. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. G man for the comment. We like the openness, the honesty, um, you know, don't, don't ever change. Uh yeah, any any other games, Hyle? Did you like any other games? Do you like cars? Do you like car games? I'm not a car. I'm not a car person. I I cars have never done it for me. In fact, I, don't I like see, cars. I see a car. I see people driving cars, and it doesn't even have to be a muscle car. It could be like a gremlin, and I could be like, "What are you compensating for, jackass?" <laughs> you just see a person in a vehicle, just yeah. like wow. 
geez, yeah, you know, this guy, he's a, he's a grower, not a shower. Uh, but, but, but I mean, like, I, I do drive a car. Uh, you know, I'm not in Do you like hot? Do you like what about those Hot Wheels tracks on Forza? That looked pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. I was a Micro Machines guy as a kid, so I feel Jesus like I, Christ I, I feel like, like I backed the wrong horse. Yeah, you really did. You really did. Um, you were a match. I, I had a Matchbox cars. Oh. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't. We couldn't afford cars, so when I was a kid, we just had to play with the dead bugs and <laughs> pretend that they were cars. Um, uh, and you picked those dead bugs out of one of the corpses from the uh, the, the trailers today. Yeah, uh, zombie style. I liked that uh, Fallout. The one Fallout was it the pit. The pit uh, with two T's. I didn't like that, but I liked they picked another classic song because every E3, oh, we, we yeah. always have to have a classic boomer song. Last year, it was Steely Dan. It, it kind of eerily, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, was it Dirty Work last no, year? No, Dirty Work was James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Uh, oh, they, that's right. They did... Um, what was it? Do it again. Do it again. Yeah, do it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. Yeah. And then this, Jack. Do it again. And this year was Downtown by Petula, Petula Clark. So. Right. You know. Right, 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 right. So, um, and isn't Petula uh, a character from Viva Pinata? Yeah, I was going to say, it was, it's my favorite Viva Pinata character for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right, for sure. So, speaking of, no Viva Pinata sequel this year. Sorry for anyone who's hopeful. No Viva Pinata. Let's say what else there wasn't. There no Jet Force Gemini sequels. Um, there was no Grab by the Ghoulie sequel. Although, there although that uh, no... Benedict Cumberfox game, yeah, sort of started like Grab by the Ghoulies. That was basically Ghoulies if uh, most of the d- details were different. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I I don't have any more to say about it. I know that. Okay, so we've got the show coming on Tuesday. Yeah. And that'll be cool to tune in. I'm sure we're going to get a little more detail on Sea of Thieves there. Yeah, so... And maybe some surprise announcements. Probably don't plan on it. Here's the deal, Jeff. And I just want to get this out in the open. If they reveal... What's the deal? Banjo-Kazooie, a Tuesday show, we will have a second. For the first time ever, we will have a oh. second DK Vines, not E3, 2022 Xbox conversation. We'll, we'll, we'll call it not E3, 2002 Xbox 2. That's what we we'll call, call it. Xbox 360. That sounds rad. <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, there'll be that. And then I'm telling you right now, this is what I expect to happen. Uh, there will be no Nintendo announcement this week. You will do your little podcast on Friday or whatever where you give up on there being a Nintendo thing. And then next week, they will announce that it's happening like later in June. And then we're going to have to do it all again in two weeks. Um, and have a Nintendo episode. So that's what's going to happen. Lock it in. And, um, and I guess that's about it. Uh, other than the contest what announcement, contest? the contest. Uh, so, so let us know, go on Twitter. If you, so we have put amount of jelly beans in a jar and, uh, go on Twitter. If you find the jelly beans, cause I buried them somewhere in the world. If you find them, you post it on Twitter, you get to keep the jelly beans. So that's our contest for this E3. Um, you have to tag it, hashtag Skeleton Beach Party. Right, Hyle? Yeah. Did I do it wrong? No, no, but they're probably going to be in G-Man shorts, so. <laughs> well, I said I buried them, but maybe his shorts are full of dirt. We don't know. Thank you for joining us, and thank you, Hyle, for having me. Thank you, Jeff. We'll see you 
Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. I don't know. Yeah. Stay tuned for details. Or never again. We don't know. So I could die in the middle of the night. You don't know. Yeah, and I have power of attorney. So <laughs> I get DK Vine. This has been a File 2 production. Qué rico.